<laughs> to those of you who have prayed for this morning, thank you. Um, many of you haven't told me that you were, and I appreciate that so deeply. I have to tell you that I am, um, I have just been so delightfully impressed by you as I've had this privilege of coming back to campus and uh, working alongside students and discovering how much God is at work in you. Uh, my husband, Rod, he's told me what wonderful students he has, and true to form, he was right. Um, you are delightful. You are creative. I sense God's presence in those of you that I've had the privilege of knowing. And so I counted a great um, humbling privilege to be here among you this morning and to share a bit. Uh, Pastor John asked if I would present to you a little bit with what God is currently teaching me about Sabbath. And I thank you for that opportunity. And so that's what we're going to do this morning. Um, there are some resources that I would like for you to see. They're going to put them on two slides on the screen because um, they're, they're, these are books that are really wonderful and, and very helpful related to what Sabbath means. There's the rest of God, keeping the Sabbath holy, hearing God, keep going, 24-6, um, Sabbath in the suburbs, and one that I just found, a friend of mine, Jim Fuller, just gave it to me this week. It's called Garden City. Marvelous. It's the newest one that I have found by John Mark Connor. And so if there's anything that God in his kindness does through this time that we are together, um, it may well be from them. So thanks to them. Uh, thanks to those who have so thoughtfully um, said to God, what does Sabbath mean really? And what do you want to do in us through the Sabbath? There are going to be several times in the service in these next 26 minutes that uh, I'm going to give those of you who like to be active an opportunity to be active. And I know that as soon as I say that, some of you are going, oh, stink, I hate that. And so for those of you who hate to be active out loud and in that kind of way, I want you to know that you are completely off the hook. You do not have to participate actively, okay? So anything I ask everybody else to do, you don't need to do it, and I truly mean that. I want every single one of you to be able to um, receive whatever God intends in the way that's safest for you. But for those of you who love to actively participate, we get to start right now. I figure that many of you probably know more about the Sabbath than I do, so I would like for you to show me, give me some kind of idea as to where you are related to Sabbath. So we're going to do a continuum. It may be confusing. I hope I'm not going to mess you up. What we're going to do is number one is going to represent, I don't know or care about the Sabbath. I don't even know what you're talking about or I just, it's, it means nothing to me. Number five is... Yeah, I kind of get the Sabbath. I'm practicing it some. Yeah. Number 10, then, is Sabbath is very important to me, and I practice it regularly. And the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to start counting. I'm going to not doing it yet. I'm going to do one. And if that's you, stand up where you are, and I'm going to keep going. I'm going to go one, 
two, three, four. And so if you're somewhere between five and one, you can stand up anywhere in there. And when I get to four, then I'll tell you all to, you guys to sit back down. And then we'll go five, six, seven, eight, nine. And then you can sit down if you're somewhere in there. And then finally we'll do 10. And if you are like, yeah, Sabbath is my thing, stand on that. Is that clear? Does that make sense? Okay. So those of you who don't want to do it, just sit. You're safe. The rest of you, ready? Show me. One. Anybody who would stand and say, yeah, I don't get Sabbath at all. Okay. Either all of you are passive learners or, okay, two, three, four. Thank you for a little bit of honesty around here. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Yeah. I know some of you should have stood on one. I'm pretty sure of it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay. You guys sit down. Ready? We'll go to the next set. Five. How many of you are? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I think I would have to be six, seven, eight. Nine. Thank you for your honesty. Okay, y'all can sit down. Any tens in here? <laughs> Woo! Here are tens. Here are tens. I love it. In every way, tens. Thank you. That's helpful. That's about what I figured, although I did figure there would be many more ones. I just kind of thought maybe. Well, if you did not grow up with Sabbath then this is a really foreign concept, and it seems virtually impossible. If you grew up with Sabbath partially practiced in your life, partially practiced even in your church or in your home, it still may be a little bit baffling of why we even need to spend time on it. And in order um, to kind of get you thinking, if you would grab, those of you who like to be active, grab the little card, take a moment right now, and write down what, it, what does the Sabbath mean to you? I'm going to give you just 60 seconds, so grab the card quickly. What does Sabbath actually mean to you? Everybody ready? 60 seconds. What does Sabbath mean to you? Go. Hang on to that. You'll have one more thing to write out a response to, and in the very end, I'm going to uh, ask you to turn those in as you leave just to help me get some more feedback from you. But I think if we're going to really grasp the significance of the Sabbath, we have to go all the way back to the beginning, to the very, very beginning, when God created this earth. It's important to notice this because Sabbath isn't a law. Sabbath was in Scripture long before the laws were ever written. Sabbath was given to us as a rhythm of life to know God better. It, yes, it is in the Ten Commandments. It was repeated at that point. And then the Jewish people, because of its importance and because of their um, tendency to move away. God would say, do this to be obedient, and they would move it away. Uh, what often happened was the people um, of, of the Israelites, they, they kept building fences to protect the Sabbath. And, and so by the time you reach New Testament, Sabbath is a long list of legalities. And for many of you, at least my age, 
if you grew up in my kind of home, Sabbath was very much rule-bound. But that's not where it started. It started as a rhythm of life, as an expression of rest, as a day of glory, a day of great blessing. And it's also important to notice that in Genesis, when God first presented us with Sabbath, he did it in the context of work. God worked really hard, from my perspective, for six days. He worked hard, God worked, and then God rested. God worked, and he had Sabbath. I know enough about enough of you to know that many of you work very hard. You, you do your classwork, you have another job, you have family and friends, you volunteer at church. You are busy, busy people. How many of you right now at this moment would say, yeah, I come into this Monday morning pretty weary, pretty worn out? Hands up high, if you're willing. Look around the room for a minute. It, it is a bit of the state that we live in, isn't it? We, we work, and I am, I just, I just want you to know that work's good. It's not bad. It's okay that you work hard. In fact, work is a great blessing. We see it modeled in God. But I thank God from the depths of my being that it's not all work. We have moved to a place, even as our own community, we've moved to a place where we live as if work is worship. And it, and it is kind of. But then we take it a step further, and we almost worship work. We begin to feel as if our value, our meaning, who we are, is deeply embedded in our work, which is part of the reason it's so hard to take a Sabbath. It, it becomes um, almost a threat to our identity and our ability to produce successfully if we were, in fact, to take a day of rest. So what is Sabbath and what is it not? I would say to you first and foremost that Sabbath is a gift. Sabbath is a gift sent directly to us from God himself. It is a gift for us. What it is not, it is not simply one more thing to do. It is not, oh, a, a, a burden that's placed on you to give you one more thing to check off of, am I spiritually vital? Check, check, check. No, it's a gift. It's a gift that's given to us directly from God himself. I it seems like it would be wrong this morning to not hear from God his word directly to get our bearings before we pick it apart a little more. So if you want to, you don't need to stand up, but you can read these scriptures with me as they come on the screen. We begin with Genesis 2 and 3. Feel free to read along if you like. By the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because on it he crested from all the work of creating that he had done. Keep going. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but on the seventh day is the Sabbath to the Lord your God. 
keep going. On it you shall not do any work, neither you, nor your son or daughter, nor your male or female servant, nor your animals, nor any foreigner residing in your towns. On observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy, as the Lord your God has commanded you. Again, six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. And again, on it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son or daughter, nor your male or female servant, nor your ox, your donkey, or your animals, nor any foreigner residing in your town, so that your male and servant and female servant may rest as you do. Isn't that beautiful? Remember that you were slaves in Egypt and that the Lord your God brought you out of there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. Therefore, the Lord your God has commanded you to observe the Sabbath day. On the day I chose Israel, the Lord says, I gave them my Sabbaths as a sign between us so they would know that I, the Lord, made them holy. How much more valuable is a person than a sheep? Therefore, it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. Hmm. Pretty remarkable, isn't it? I want to share just one last verse with you. Then he, Jesus, said to them, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. Some people who look at Sabbath say, we don't really have to do it because Jesus brought a new way, and yet I think what Jesus is teaching us is that what he wants is for us not to legalistically observe, but he wants to delight in the gift that he has given. And so I want us to spend in these last minutes I want us to look at what the Sabbath really can be in your life. What it seems, if you go back and tear these scriptures apart, seems to be included in Sabbath. So let's look at the elements of Sabbath, and there are quite a few of them. We'll move quickly through them. Let me give you the whole list first, then we'll break them apart, and I'll let you consider where you're at. Gifts that seem to be associated with the Sabbath include ceasing, resting, embracing, feasting, that's right, eating, that's eating, celebrating, remembering, focusing, creating rhythm, belonging, and loving. Let's start with ceasing. Sabbath is an invitation to stop working. I just want that to settle on you for a while. God's plan is for us to stop working one whole day a week. I grew up in a family where my, my parents practiced the Sabbath in a beautiful way. And what they instilled in me is that you can count on God to cease on the Sabbath. And so as an undergrad, 
working on my master's, working on my doctorate. I never studied on Sunday. Sometimes it was really scary to me. And what it meant is that I had to use the other six days pretty efficiently. But I never studied on Sunday because for me, study is work. What are the things in your life that are work? See, I can't answer that for you. Some principles might include, you get paid for it. You do it mostly because you get paid. That's probably work. When you do it, do you feel lots of pressure to perform and you feel lots of deadlines? It's probably work. God says to you, You get to stop working one day, every single week. How cool is that? I mean, think about it. How many of your bosses say, please, please, take it easy, to which reply in Judy, if my boss doesn't let me not work, then how can I not work? Maybe you're going to have to trust him to provide even work that gives you a day off. I don't know. It's hard. Ceasing. What are the things that you might choose to cease, to stop doing? I don't do laundry on Sunday. It's one thing I cease from doing. Ceasing. A second thing that Sabbath is, is resting. This one's kind of tricky for us because so many of us as North Americans, we live at such a pace that we don't even really know what it feels like to rest. Um, but so sometimes we look at this and we think, okay, I'm going to not do work. Great. That gives me time to do everything else I've wanted to do all week. But embedded in Sabbath is this invitation to do things that truly do rest you. I'm going to give you some ways to check that out. Something that is really restful to you is something that causes your heart rate to go down. It causes tension to leave your body. It helps your mind to stop racing, resting. And if we've lived like this, constantly going, resting's kind of scary. Because if we rest, there's room for thoughts and emotions to come in that we've worked really hard to avoid. I think that's another reason we resist a Sabbath. Because if we get quiet, then the inner conflict that stirs in our brains and our souls begin to shout at us. When it comes to your computer games, do they calm you down? Or do you feel like, man, I've got to get to one more level. I have one more thing to build. I have a deadline or I'm not I'm gonna lose. If they don't create rest, then that may be part of what you want to cease. I don't know. You all have to figure it out on your own. A third element is embracing. I love this, this is so cool. Sabbath is about having a time where we pull close to us the things that we love and delight in the most. 
It's a time to be with family. It's a time to be with family of faith. It's, in time to, it's a time to grab onto, to embrace God's word and his love. It's a time to be safe because we don't embrace what is not safe. And so Sabbath is a time to say, pull in close to you those things that are most precious in your life. It's also about feasting. Isn't that funny? That part of what God calls us to is to eat well. You know, we live in a day where everybody's dieting one way or another and you're all figuring out what to restrict because we have so much. But on Sabbath, you need to feast. You need to eat good food with friends and family. You need to let that become part of your day of pure joy, feasting. Feasting also on him is part of the beauty of corporate Sabbath. And then it's about celebrating. How many of you get a job done, and the minute you get the job done, what you do is you start the next thing on your list? How many, how many get that? You know, we don't, we're not real good at celebrating. We're not really good at saying, yes, this was wonderful. I did well. God did well through me. I got to see and discover God in brand new ways. Sabbath gives us one day every seven to stop and celebrate what's happening good in your life. What an amazing gift celebrating. It's also about remembering. This is especially, this was especially important for the Israelites because remember what God did for them? He lifted them out of bondage. He lifted them out of slavery where they were required to work 20, well, not 24-7, but absolutely every day. They had no choice. And when God rescued them from Egypt, what he said to them, remember, I set you free. I set you free and gave you Sabbath. Remembering the good that God has done in your life. Remembering the blessings that you have. It's so easy for us to live our lives thinking about what we don't have. We have so much. Every person in this room, I know, I know. If you compare yourself with some others, you may say, they have more than I do. I don't care. You can look and see even more people who have far less than you. Every day, but especially on Sabbath, may we pause and remember the countless blessings that fill our lives. We remember, we also focus on Sabbath. Focus is this wonderful time that we are given to let all of the stimulation and the chaos settle. Do, do you know what it is to have a million thoughts racing in your brain? Part of the gift of Sabbath is to say, let it go. 
focus on me, my word, my love, and all the other things you can pick up on Monday morning. And on Monday morning, you'll be ready because you will be renewed. It's about creating rhythm. Um, I had the privilege of, of teaching on a ship, and we sailed around the world. And as we went, we would, we would teach every day at sea. And then when you get into port, you'd go do things in, and take groups of students into the country that we happened to be in. And there was no Sabbath. I was completely disoriented. It's like there was no pause. It was just, okay, this, then this, then this, then this, then this, then this. Part of what Sabbath gives us, it's kind of like rebooting your computer. It, it lets it all kind of, it, we know what we're moving toward, okay? I should go this way. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. My, there's rhythm that we are given, and our bodies feel that rhythm. It's part of what gives us strength for the rest of the days. Two more things. Sabbath is about belonging. Do you realize? I, I'm always surprised by this. I thought it this morning when they led so beautifully. Um, we belong to a family of faith that is thousands of years old. If the church that you're now attending, you go to and you say, I just don't belong yet, figure out how to belong or go somewhere else. Because when you come into corporate worship on Sunday morning, you need to know that you belong to the body of Christ. Belonging. And finally, Sabbath is about loving. God did not give us Sabbath because he wants us to be his slaves. He gave us Sabbath because he wants us to be his partners. He gave us Sabbath because he loves you more than you know. And in the busyness of life, and with the hardships of life that come on us day after day after day, it is so easy to forget the love of God that is for you. But he loves you, and he invites you to practice Sabbath in order to be reminded and re-experience his love. I have one minute left. I am going to read you an example of how this is Garden City, how he describes Sabbath in their home. He's a pastor, so he takes it on Saturday. The day before, Friday, is what the writer John called the day of preparation. We gear up, shop, plan, clean, finish up, like we're getting ready for a holiday. It's like having Christmas once a week. The last few hours of Friday afternoon are always a bit stressful, but mixed with a lot of anticipation. Right before Sabbath starts for them Friday night, I walk through my pre-Sabbath ritual. I go into my home office, clear off my desk, put away my to-do list, power down my computer, turn off my phone, 
and put it all in the closet. Then 20 minutes before sunset, we all circle up. He has little children. We all circle up in the living room as a family. We follow a few ancient Sabbath traditions. Tammy and the kids light the candles of Sabbath. I pour the juice for the Kadash, an ancient blessing. We read a psalm and then say a prayer to invite the Spirit of Jesus to take us into a posture of rest and worship. Then we eat a lot. Dinner was made earlier in the day, so all we have to do is set it on the table and dig in. We take our time. We talk about the highlight of the week, have friends or family over, have seconds, desserts, and then more food. It's so good. Then after dinner, we relax. We read. We sit by the fire or go for a walk. Before I put the kids to bed, I read to them from the scriptures. Tammy and I usually spend some, you know, quality time in quotes, together, and go to bed early. We call it reverse sleeping in. Oh, I'm glad you got it. Oh, I'm over time. I have to stop. I'll leave you with that. God go with you. Practice Sabbath.